Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Something that is staying, by the way, in its current location, the Ontario Food Terminal. That's the good news earlier today. The food terminal is going to stay in Etobicoke right there. Well, on the Gardner Expressway. You can see it on the north side of the expressway uh, by, I guess, Parkside Drive. Now, what that all means going forward, there had been reports that perhaps it had become antiquated, you know, there since, I think, about 1947. So perhaps moving to a transportation hub north or northwest of the city. But uh, that is good news for the residents there and for people who have made it their mark in trade to access the food or bring it down there. And uh, joining us on the line to tell us the implications of this latest development, Christine Hogarth is the MPP for Etobicoke Lakeshore. Christine, good to have you on The Oakley Show. Hi there. Hi there. Nice to be on your show. I listen to you all the time. Well, you're the one then. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, I, I really do, Christine, and thank you for saying that. Now, uh, good news, I guess, for you as well in Etobicoke Lakeshore that the food terminal is going to stay put. I think it's a good news uh, story all across uh, Ontario and especially in Etobicoke. You know, the food terminal has been part of our history and it'll be part of our future. Well, all right, uh, but why was the, uh, I guess, the, the reports that it was even intending to move to begin with? I mean, what was the rationale behind that? Well, they never really talked about the land. What they, the goal was is to look at modernizing the food terminal. And uh, can the, and it, what we want to do is ensure that the food terminal's long-term success. So how do you do that? Is there room to grow? Uh, is there room to modernize? How can that be done? So when you look at modernizing anything, you just need to look at the geography and where it is, and can can that site expand, or can uh, it have a longevity of 50 years? And one of the earlier comments made, and something we heard from everyone, was it's best left on that site, and there is room to grow. All right. Well, how many acres are in total, by the way? Oh, you know what? I uh, not I don't actually know exactly how many acres, but I, I do have. Uh, it was actually built in 1954. Mm. Uh, I think they thought it was in the 40s, but it's uh, 1954. I'm not sure how many acres are in that site, but it is a really big. Uh, it's a large location. It's actually above the Christie uh, old cookie old cookie Christie factory. Well, yeah, and that's the point because the Christie Cookie Factory has given itself over to uh, a number of condos. I think what there are about twenty-seven that were slated in total to be built on that site, right? Well, that's uh, to be determined by the city. They still it still has some issues with the uh, the zoning, so that the city the city needs to determine that. Okay, but see, this is what I heard uh, in the rumor mill, if nowhere else, that there was going to be a similar kind of development north of the Gardner, uh, across the street at the Ontario Food Terminal, because it was such valuable land, and then they could access it with a greater transportation hub somewhere north or northwest of the city. Uh, you hadn't heard that then. Uh, well, no, we never talked about selling the land. Land was not the part of the, um, when we're looking at the reviewing, the independent review, it wasn't about the land. It was really about the growth of the food terminal. It was not, was it going to be developed or not? What we wanted to find out is, what does the future of the food terminal look like? And where where does it go? And where does it, or does it stay? And uh, the future of the food terminal is right here in Etobicoke Lakeshore. There's room to expand. There's room to grow. 
the review will still be going on, as, uh, but we just wanted to make this early announcement just to relieve some of the concerns people had. Um, you know, with anything the government does, there's stories and there's social media stories, and we wanted to make sure that people felt that uh, the, the, the group made their conclusion that it was going to stay where it should be, right here in Tobacco Lakeshore, and create some jobs. And our goal here is actually to create even more jobs here so people in Etobicoke can live, work, and play. You know, if people don't like to commute, and if you can ride your bike, walk, or take the bus to work, I think that's a great uh, great lifestyle. So what would modernization involve then? Well, there, there's uh, what we'd like to see is some more local food being put right in the food terminal. You know, it, it is a hub for all of uh, Ontario, the food terminal. So modernization just might be a different way of doing business, different way of accounting, uh, growing, expanding the, um, the farmer's market piece. So a lot of those things are being looked at right now by the committee. So that committee will still remain in place and continue to, to do some research. Yeah, it's the biggest food uh, distributor in the the entire country, third biggest in North America, as I understand it. It is, it is, it is, it, and it's 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 an amazing. I don't know if you've been there, but uh, in the morning, early, you got to go bright and early in the morning. It's just a hub of activity. It is, uh, it's pretty. It's something pretty neat to watch. Yeah, that's why I was wondering, you know, about the potential for uh, being able to accommodate, let's say, increases in traffic or it's tough getting in and out of for some of the farmers who are coming in from, uh, you know, the hinterlands and so on and so forth. If perhaps, you know, that had to uh, be upgraded to, you know, expedite deliveries and distribution and so on and so forth. And has that become an issue? You know what? Uh, you know, during during the food terminal strike, it certainly did. But because they they start such early hours, people really haven't started their commute to work. They're pretty much done a lot of their busy time by seven, eight in the morning. Like the busy time at the food, food terminal is like six a.m. So that's before the rush hour starts. So those farmers are coming in early, early in the morning. Who owns the terminal? Uh, well, the the uh, provincial government owns the land, and it's run by an independent board. Right, so it's a co-op of sorts. Yeah, and uh, there's kiosks, and people own a certain different kiosks, and they can purchase it. And there's also independents that come in to sell flowers, to sell their produce. Um, just, uh, but you have to have a membership to go. Yeah, I was going to say, or uh, you, you're effectively renting your slip or your space, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is there any idea of, you know, maybe making it more commercial? I know you've got a farmer's market there, expanding that. Is that something in uh, part of the plan? That is part of the plan. And some of the investments are going to be made. The Ont- Toronto Wholesale Produce Association, they also announced this morning that they're, they want to make some significant investments, which we love when other people want to invest to help modernize the food terminal, and their focus is actually going to be on the farmer's market. The farmer's market is on the outside. There's there's some inside kiosks, and then most of the farmer's market is on the outside, so I think they're going to do some work. And they have been doing some work over the last couple of years to to improve the site and put some coverage on uh, for rainy days and, and winter weathers, but uh, we're really excited to hear that the uh, Toronto Wholesale Produce uh, Association is going to, to do their part and make some investment. Now, they didn't say how much. I know that's still in a negotiation and discussion as they, uh, the uh, conversations continue, but uh, we're, looking, we're, looking to see, we're looking to see some great stuff in the future. We, it's going to be there for a long time. We want to make sure it's there for everybody. Yeah, and as you said earlier, I mean, uh, as there seems to be uh, more emphasis now on the whole movement uh, from farm to fork, uh, you want to, I guess, uh, 
get some of the local produce in there in a bigger way. So uh, this is something, the wave of the future. Uh, it can only argue well for prospects for the food terminal and more jobs being created as a result. How many people work there now uh, full-time? Uh, well, they're, they're, the number varies. Some of them have them in the tens of thousands, and some, some say there's hundreds of thousands. But uh, I think they... I, I don't know an exact number, but I know there's 64 members on the on the board, uh, full-time staff, and then each each individual owner has their own staff. Ah. So sometimes they bring them into their own own um, communities. So say if you're a farmer from the Kitchener area, you might bring in your own employees from there to help get your 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 produce uh, onto your your truck and out. So they all tend to come in from. They're all employed individually. Fair enough. Well, uh, this does uh, augur well going forward that the food terminal is staying in Etobicoke and uh, obviously will uh, be instrumental in distributing food into the local environs. Uh, Christine, I appreciate your coming on and uh, congratulations on having this retained in your neighborhood. Well, I thank you and I thank you for the questions and I thank the minister for the early announcement um, because I think it's very important for our community to, to feel that little bit of relief that the food terminal will stay it will be a bigger and better food terminal. It'll be able to produce more food, which is one of the economic engines of this province. So I'm really excited today. Right, and instrumental that the province uh, really had a hand in this development. Uh, Christine Hogarth is the MPP for Etobicoke Lakeshore. All the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.